0: It's the Nutso So Podcast, Episode 19.
1: On today's episode, we talk about the coronavirus. Dun,
0: dun, dun.
1: And other crazy stories of times we got sick on the road. Get your vaccines and let's go.
0: And then the train got lost.
1: How does the train get lost when it's on rails? I just
0: want to get out there in the wild.
1: Well, it was in the itinerary. I mean, adventure, it's calling.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, it's been excellent. G'day, G'day voyagers. G'day, day. Welcome back to the Not So Bon Voyage podcast. I'm Jules. I'm Christine. And this is episode 19. Woo! This is one away from double-double figures.
1: Double-double. Double Is that double. like a double-double burger?
0: Uh, it's like a double quarter pounder.
1: Double quarter pounder. It does have cheese, though.
0: Uh, plenty obviously. of cheese on this show. Lots of cheese. Lots, Lots of, of cheese. cheese. Lots of cheesy jokes. Episode 19, thank you so much, Voyagers, for being back at it again with us we're bringing you another crazy episode, and we can't wait to share our stories of when shit goes wrong on the road with you today.
1: Thank you so much for listening. We... That sounded really sarcastic. <laughs> I did not mean for it to come out that way, Thanks, but... Thanks, guys. Actually, thank you for listening. We appreciate every single listener, so you... Yes, I'm talking to you. Thank you for listening. This
0: episode is dedicated to you. To all you cool cats out there. This one's for you. Okay, we're going to jump straight into it today because we've got a lot of crazy things to start with, and I actually wanted to start the episode talking a little bit about the coronavirus.
1: Mm, because, so we're not going to catch people up on what we've been up to? Uh,
0: well, we haven't got coronavirus.
1: We haven't got coronavirus. That's a Guys, good update. Guys, everything
0: is going well. There is no coronavirus.
1: We have been exploring Vancouver, though. It has been really fun. Our good friend, Corey, came to visit over the weekend, and we did an amazing trip up the Sea to Sky Highway with gorgeous views up to Squamish. We finally
0: got some good weather.
1: We finally did it, you guys. We saw something. And we went to Capilano Suspension Bridge uh, last week. Yes. So if you come to Vancouver, highly recommend Capilano Suspension Bridge and the Sea to Sky Highway. Both are top-notch. Top-notch. Recommendations.
0: Yes, and get yourself to Shannon Falls, which was absolutely charging when we were there. Plenty of rainfall meant that it was... It was flowing quite aggressively.
1: It was very aggressive. It was a very
0: aggressive waterfall. It
1: was coming at us aggressively, and we said, stop it, waterfall. Relax.
0: I do not consent to being so wet. Yeah. Oh, that's what she said. Oh, God. Okay.
1: Uh, Anyway, but we didn't have any not-so-bon voyage moments. Everything worked out well, except for my hangover yesterday.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's the only thing that we're battling. I have a bit of a worn out voice. If anybody is uh, really that interested in detecting how my voice changes from episode to episode, you might notice that today. It's a little bit worn. Hmm. That's because I spent most of yesterday yelling at a scream for the Super Bowl. But let's not talk about that. So tell us more about the coronavirus. Oh, the coronavirus. Well, let me just tell you that the world is going crazy about the coronavirus. It is. It's everywhere. on all the news. We can't even go to the gym without it always... There, it's really stressful. It is a bit stressful. Are you stressed about it?
1: I'm not that stressed about it, like when I think about it logically, but there's so much. Um, what's the word? Fear mongering, yes, and sensationalism. Oh, yeah, it is bananas. Like, every news source is like mapping the coronavirus. Like, will it get you? And so, that kind of stuff is freaking me out. It's like being in a movie,
0: it is. It's like one of those. Futuristic sort of dystopian future type things where some crazy virus suddenly spreads and infects the rest of the world and everybody's dying and totally.
1: That's exactly what it's and like. And
0: maybe someone like Gerard Butler has to has to find the, the virus yeah. and find the antidote. Yes. Or Will Smith or one of those guys. Of those guys. Definitely a man. Yeah, Only a man, man could do it. Yeah. Who would do it if it was a woman?
1: Um, let's see, who would do it? Maybe Amy Poehler. I could see her oh, doing it. So we're it. turning this into
0: a comedy now, are we? Yeah,
1: why not? Let's have some fun with it.
0: Yeah, okay, in, go in for our, it. In
1: my coronavirus movie, Amy Poehler is the hero, the lead female, and she's going to find the antidote. She's going to save everybody, and she's going to make us laugh doing it. So, Okay.
0: Send us in. Who would be your coronavirus mi- main star if we had to make a movie right now? Who would be the savior of mankind or womankind or people kind?
1: People kind. Everybody people kind. kind. Animals everybody too. Kind.
0: Animals as well. Who would be your savior? Let us know. I want to still same. think about mine I'll get back to you. All right, but I did I did want to go over the coronavirus because there is obviously it's very related to travel and the spread of the coronavirus is being is heavily impacting the tourism trade and it's also affecting people's ability to travel. So there is a lot of people out there right now having a not so bon voyage.
1: So many people because
0: flights are getting cancelled, people are getting evacuated, people are getting put into quarantine like it's really disrupting the tourism trade right. massively. So there is a lot of people. And I do have a story about uh, some people who were disrupted. But, I mean, the story, we could literally do a whole episode on it. There is so many people getting fucked over right now from it.
1: And a lot of countries aren't accepting people w- with Chinese passports. Yes. So, yeah, I just read about it. And girl. also
0: a lot of people aren't accepting people who have been into China. Right. So I just read recently, and this is within the last hour, that a Canadian citizen was denied entry going into the U.S., crossing at the border because she'd been in China in the last 14 days. Wow. So the U.S. is actually putting – I've got that in my notes, actually. I was going to talk a little bit about it because I'm not sure. There's so much information about it, Mm -hmm. and I thought that for our voyages, I would just spend two minutes dissecting – some information I found so you could find out a little bit more about it.
1: Ooh, are you gonna put on a pair of glasses while you do this? I'm
0: already wearing a lab coat.
1: I love it. Let's do it. Okay.
0: The coronavirus. As of Monday, February the third, there have been over twenty thousand cases worldwide. That's a lot. And there have been four hundred and twenty six deaths. Mostly mm-hmm. in China. Actually all of them all of the deaths have been in China, mainland.
1: Except for two, I think,
0: it, right? Uh the first death was recorded in the Philippines. Okay. There might be another one.
1: I think that they just had another one in Hong Kong, Okay. if I'm correct. If you are correct. I am a subscriber to the New York Times, so I do stay updated regularly.
0: You do. Mm. Uh, The coronavirus is detected in 25 plus countries. The World Health Organization has declared it a global health emergency, and it is primarily a respiratory illness that originated in China, as I'm sure most people know, in the city of Wuhan. Which is about 12 hours south. Of, so it's south of Beijing. It is also listed sometimes as 2019 NCOCOV, but everybody calls it Corona. Mm-hmm. It's a good name.
1: It's a good name. Well, apparently, Corona, like other viruses, have are also oh, coronaviruses, are which is interesting. Like, I think SARS is a coronavirus. Do you know why it's called Coronavirus? I do, actually. I do as well. It's because. Let's not tell our listeners. Let's just keep that information between the okay. two of us. I'm just kidding <laughs> I'm is it,
0: well I'll tell you is it is it because of the virus uh, it looks like it's a pointed crown?
1: Yes, there you go. I can tell you that because I'm very smart. I know lots and of you medical things to The New York Times I I'm do. sure.
0: and it is believed to have come from a seafood market or some form of market with animals in it, and it was spreading it's an it's actually an animal virus, yeah, but now it's spreading from person to person, which makes it deadly. A human virus now. A human virus. And symptoms are showing up within 14 days of exposure, which I think is also the biggest problem because it's a very long incubi- incubation mm-hmm. period. Mm-hmm. That's a hard word to say, isn't it? It's very hard. Incubation. Actually,
1: it's not that hard. It's incubation. Actually really not incubation.
0: Yeah. Practice. And the symptoms include a cough, a fever, a shortness of breath, and in very, very rare cases. It actually has a very low mortality rate. Mm. It's past the amount of people that SARS, If do you remember SARS?
1: Oh, I remember
0: SARS. Yeah. Does anybody remember SARS? Oh, SARS is huge. Well there's Mars. is all the There's also Mars.
1: Mars? No, MERS. 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 There is Mars, though. There is Mars. Mars is a thing.
0: Mars bar.
1: Mars bar, the planet. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But it's interesting. I like that this has become a medical podcast. Yeah.
0: I mean, we do know that we're versed in aviation law and all these other things. Class action lawsuits. But what I find interesting, bringing it back to travel, is that it's really affected not only people being stranded in places, but it's also affected the way that people are accepting travellers. Mm. I've been listening to a lot of anti Chinese sentiment, mm. which is crazy. You
1: have even listened to it.
0: I've been listening. No, no, I, no. I've been listening to it like on the news like, and stuff. Play it again. Play it again. No, out in the street. No, but I've been re- seeing in the news that a lot of people. From from China, or even just looking, appearing to look like they're from China, they could be from anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Have been uh, receiving like a bit of xenophobia. Oh, for places. sure.
1: There's definitely huge issues of racism related to this virus. Yeah, this, this is a bad virus, it's it's a bad, badass virus, bad <laughs> virus. So that is my update. That is a very interesting update.
0: Yes, the coronavirus. Have you been affected by it? Well, you know, it's actually pretty small. I mean, twenty thousand people is not is it's a small amount.
1: Yeah, it just seems like it's kind of chaotic. I was reading about an American young per- American student who's doing a study abroad in Wuhan. What's it called? Wahan? Wuhan. Wuhan. He was studying abroad Wuhan. there. Bad semester to choose to yeah, study abroad. Yeah, seriously. So they he was basically in lockdown in the city. Like there's no one out and about. You know, it's not it's not very fun right now. It's not we'll popping. Just say that it's not popping off. So he was trying to get home, and the only way he could get home was like driving uh, to Shanghai and taking China Eastern Airlines because I guess they're still running outside of China.
0: But I heard a lot of transport going in and out of Wuhan was stopped as well.
1: Yeah. Well, the the police, there were all these police checkpoints checking to see if you were wearing your mask. Uh, And then once he got to the airport, they tested his fever, temperature, and he actually read uh, the temperature was too high. They tested it three times and he was like, I feel fine. And then they went to get a new thermometer and that thermometer tested his temperature lower so
0: he could... Fly. So but he's it probably, seems kind of crazy. probably the person who brought it to the US then.
1: Uh, maybe. I don't know.
0: <laughs> to, to all credit to China, from what I've seen, they have been handling – they've been very quick onto it. Mm. Like they obviously realized – I mean, it's done huge effects. I mean, this is not going to turn into a stock market podcast either. Oh, I love I know, it.
1: We're, we're experts on everything. <laughs> yeah, but
0: I know that it's uh based on news sources and from what I've heard – it's affecting stock markets, you know, trade, all these sorts of things. Mm. So they've been you better go it. check my stocks. Yeah.
1: My, my socks. Your socks. <laughs> I have no socks, but I have some socks.
0: Well, actually, you were complaining just before we went to the gym that you have no socks.
1: Okay. Well, the thing is you steal my socks, yeah, which they're women's socks, and uh, okay. I really don't Sorry. think- you're, We're not
0: gender specifying socks, are we? Well,
1: they're way too small for your big ass feet. That's very true. Take your feet out of my socks. You're stretching them out and making them very thin. I don't like it.
0: Okay. And on that note, I will move to In the News.
1: In the News. Do, 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 do. I thought that we were already doing In the News.
0: Well, we are In the News. My, I have an In the News specific thing, which is about uh, the coronavirus. It is about a cruise ship that had uh, – this about a week ago or so. It had over 6,000 passengers and 1,000 crew, and they were stranded off the Italian coast because one of the passengers got sick and they were scared that that person had coronavirus so they wouldn't let them – Dock. wow! There you go. There, so, there you go. <laughs> that's the story, really.
1: So, so they were all. All the passengers were stuck on board. Yes.
0: So they were pulling into a port. It was. It's called. Oh my god! Seriously, you want to hear a name that you can't pronounce? Civita <laughs> Vecchia. Civita hmm. Sivet Where is this place? This is a port that is just about maybe half an hour, an hour north of Rome.
1: Ah oh, so they were Italian.
0: Pull- Italian, yes. Mm. Uh they were pulling into the port and somebody happened to get ill, they were feeling sick. It just happened to be that they were Chinese uh of mm. Chinese descent, they were Chinese national, and they became ill and then everybody went into alert and then they were like, Well, we need to lock this ship down. This shit lock down. Ship we down lock this shit down. And they wouldn't let the port enter until this woman got cleared so everybody was basically on lockdown and they went and did all these tests with this woman and it came back that she was just had the flu but they had to sit on the boat all day
1: what a bummer did they communicate with everybody what was going on
0: i think so yeah
1: you'd be kind of freaked out you know being in an enclosed place with somebody Mm. who potentially has the coronavirus it's like okay well do i have it i'm not feeling it yet does the whole boat have it it's, you would know because
0: scary. it has 14-day incubation.
1: Mm, yes, go. good pronunciation.
0: Yes. I Yeah, it would be – it definitely – it's a media storm, the frenzy that would freak you out the most. It's a feeding the chances frenzy. chances of you getting it are very, very rare.
1: Yes, but if you're stuck on a cruise ship with somebody who has it, your chances are probably higher. Way higher. Cruise ships, I mean, how often are they cleaning that stuff?
0: Not very well. I mean, come on. Second only to the airline stuff, and you know how we feel about those. You people. know how we
1: feel about flight attendants.
0: They don't clean properly. I'm just going to say, no, it. of course they don't. Everybody knows that they don't clean things like what Christine always tells me: don't touch the thing that adjusts the air because they never get changed.
1: That and is then, apparently they tested all the different parts of the airplane, not all the parts, <laughs> but the parts that underneath. you, the parts that you interact with as a passenger. And the dirtiest one was the air conditioning vent that's what like above your head. What about the
0: seatbelt handle?
1: Not as dirty. I think that gets cleaned more probably. I mm. don't know. I only read one study, but I never touched that thing now.
0: Christine hates it when I touch that thing.
1: If I have to touch it, I'll put my sleeve over my hand.
0: Everybody knows that's the effective method of deterring germs.
1: Or I'll put my sock on my hand That's <laughs> that changes. And
0: that's why it's the dirtiest part of the airplane because <laughs> Christine <laughs> has been contaminating... Air AC vents with their socks. My socks since- are
1: extremely clean, and thus Jules borrows them.
0: Oh, yeah, right. Uh, do you here's a question to you do you travel to China if you had plans to go?
1: Do I travel to China? Yeah,
0: no, <laughs> if you had plans to go to China, travel oh, plans, like would you- I? Yeah, would you still go right now? Can you go? You can go to. Uh, Well, actually, a lot of airlines are stopping flights. Well, if they're not letting people
1: go – oh, okay. So, right. So, I think if you are going to China – like if we were going to China and then going to Bali or something, I think maybe Indonesia is not allowing people who have recently visited China into Indonesia. Is that right?
0: There's a, there a ton of countries that aren't doing it.
1: Right. So then you have to think about what are your future plans? Are you just getting in and out of China? Are you going somewhere else afterwards? Because it's, it's like traveling to Iran. Is it a. No, not Iran. Is it no, Iran? I think Iran. Yeah. If you travel to Iran, then other countries, I think the United the US States. makes it really yeah.
0: difficult for you.
1: Yeah. Unless you're a citizen. But yeah. Yeah. So you have to think about the future of your travel plans. Well, you need
0: to find an intermediary place to out stay the 14 days.
1: Yeah. So a bunch
0: of Australians just got evacuated from Wuhan, 241 to be exact, and they have been evacuated to Christmas Island, which (gasps) definitely does not sound as fun as it is because if you are aware of Christmas Island, you will know that is where the detention center is, which is a very controversial part of Australian recent politics and history about the treatment of uh, people on the detention center. But they're being sent there to essentially be quarantined for the 14-day period before they can come back to Australia.
1: Wow, Christmas Island not as fun as it sounds. You
0: think it would be a lot more fun?
1: It sounds really fun. But I feel it's like they not. should
0: change the name.
1: They should to Sad Island.
0: Sad Island. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't, coming back to the question, I don't know if I had travel plans to China right now, I honestly feel like I would probably I would not go. I don't think I would. I don't like to have the world. I mean, it's just like it's a calculated risk. Mm-hmm. It's the same reason why you wouldn't go into a war-torn country mm-hmm. or a place that's having high instances of crime against foreigners, or you know anything that was unstable and unsafe. Why well, so-
1: I've read a lot of people, or some people, are canceling their trip to any part of China, or I'm sorry, China, to any part of Asia. Like I was just reading about this girl who's canceling her honeymoon to Bangkok because hmm. she's they're too nervous about it. That seems a bit excessive. Yeah, it seems really excessive. But, you know, people are very nervous. If you especially if you're like immunocompromised or something like that, then Absolutely. then you probably shouldn't even be
0: traveling right now at all, maybe. 100%. If you if you are uh, obviously when these things hit, it's always the the elderly, the young, and then the people with pre-existing issues that always hit the hardest. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if you were any one of those categories, you probably would con- reconsider.
1: Also, I get everything. So I, if
0: there's a virus out there to get, I'm getting it. Well, you got a virus. I did. You got the, what's it called? I got neurovirus. Neurovirus, which I don't okay. know anything spoiler about. spoiler
1: alert to my story. That was the punchline, but. Was it? No. But I, I Well, I could have told it at the beginning of the end, but I'm going, my main story tonight is about my time I got the neurovirus. The main neurovirus. story tonight. Breaking news from 2012. I got the neurovirus.
0: Why don't you just jump into it then?
1: Oh, okay. I should just tell my story. Yeah, we just
0: keep it free flowing. Keep baby. it fresh.
1: I love keep it, it. Fresh. Keep, let's keep it fresh. Well, I was
0: going to tell a story about when I got really sick. Well, you sh-
1: are you not going to tell anymore?
0: <laughs> no, I will. But I don't know. It wasn't any fancy virus name. I well, you should so. make one
1: up. Well, okay, I haven't told you which strain it is. I'll tell you that at the end. Oh. That's the punchline. That
0: is the punchline. That's the
1: real punchline. Okay, so this was in early 2012. I was flying from San Francisco to Sao Paulo, Brazil. Sao
0: Paulo.
1: Which is like, is it the capital?
0: Yeah. It's a
1: really big city. It's, I feel
0: like people. You want to say Rio de Janeiro is the capital, but I actually mm. think it is Sao Paulo.
1: Yeah, it's a big city. It's like very business centered. It's a business center. It's a it's an center. metropolis. And I was flying by myself. I was going to do a six month, or I, well, I did a six month South America trip. Actually, longer. I was ended up being down there for like ten months. Sorry, cause the capital I met of Brazil this one.
0: is Brasilia.
1: Oh, Basilia. Yeah. Duh.
0: That's kind of easy. Why did you stay longer in South America?
1: Um, I met this really interesting handsome. Australian man who dragged me along to his
0: adventures. Very handsome, very rugged. Very big red beard. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I met Jules, so that's why I stayed. Ta-da. I thought it's not obvious. So I was flying. You no,
0: know, Christy's telling stories on the podcast about other men she met. Is this other Australian no, guy? Other guy. You know, we had a thing, and you in know, South America. Unfortunately, that you know he had to go back home, but then I met Jules.
1: Yeah, he was my backup, backup Aussie, backup quarterback. Who <laughs> in the
0: game, coach?
1: I put you in the game. So I flew from San Francisco to Sao Paulo. I was by myself. I felt fine before the flight, but when I was on the flight my stomach started feeling really bad. Like very achy, a lot of pain. Flight
0: from the US.
1: From the US. I think I was fine direct. No, I was. Okay. So you didn't get this.
0: You didn't get this in Brazil.
1: No, I did not get this in Brazil. I have a history of taking things from one country to another because I'm pretty sure I got dengue fever in Mexico and then brought it to Cuba.
0: So you're the sort of person that would take Corona around the world.
1: Yes, Corona around the world. Maybe that'll be my new podcast, (laughs) Me and Corona around the world. Me and Corona around the world makes me think of me and Julio down by the schoolyard. What is that? (laughs) It's Paul Simon. It's an amazing song. You can cut that up. Nobody
0: wants to hear me singing. Mm, It's definitely singing. Okay.
1: Anyway, so I started feeling really bad on the plane. My stomach was feeling awful i wasn't sure if it was like something i ate but i wasn't nauseous and i didn't have to go to the bathroom if you know
0: what i mean if you know what i mean
1: so on the flight over i was sitting next to this brazilian dude he was probably about 40 he so was a man he was a man yeah he's a dude man a man dude man dude he is a, a man yes i'd like to think
0: when i'm 40 i could still be a dude
1: yeah but he was definitely a dude he was very buff He was like a little bodybuilder. He was very short, like shorter than me, and he was a bodybuilder type. And he was also vegan.
0: He had a shirt on. (laughs) Wow, you really – I mean, I know you had a long (laughs) flight. He's
1: part of the story. Well, the only thing is he had a shirt on that said, vegan is the new strong or like some sort of vegan phrase. And so that's why I started talking to him about being vegan. So – um, and then
0: Christine was uh, talking to him about her bodybuilding career. I was so, talking uh, to him about... how do you get those swole gains, brah?
1: Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how to get swole gains. Anyway, so my stomach was in a lot of pain. So I thought if I ordered a, like water to flush it out, it might help. And the guy next to me... The guy next to me... <laughs> The guy next to me was talking about how planes are really dehydrating, so he ordered a bunch of water as well, but they wouldn't give us any water bottles, so they brought us like 15 cups of water at once on a tray, so our our trays were just full of cups of water, (laughs) so I don't know what people were thinking, like the two of us were building a water bomb or something, but uh, so we were talking... Throughout the flight, and I'm telling him about my trip, and I'm trying not to think about the stomach pain. And we get to the airport and go through security. And I don't know why, but we ended up sitting at this table in the airport. And he had been telling me this is just the random stuff that I remember from this situation. He had been telling me about his saga with his girlfriend. He had like this crazy like relationship with his girlfriend. He also She'll told me, also "Bodybuilder, <laughs> <laughs> maybe." He because I told him I was in a lot of pain with my stomach, and he told me that he used to massage his girlfriend's back when she was constipated, and on the toilet he used to massage her back.
0: <laughs> okay, so did he offer to take he- you to the bathroom I- and massage your back? <laughs>
1: <laughs> he offered to give me a foot massage.
0: Okay, that is at the airport. That's- that's a pickup line. I know
1: it sounds really creepy, but he was seemed really nice. I don't know. Yeah, so do serial
0: killers sometimes.
1: <laughs> yeah, he didn't. wasn't like trying to take me back we just to his house. Watching,
0: we just finished watching a bunch of serial killer documentaries. Yes. Don't fuck with cats.
1: Yeah. Don't fuck with them.
0: No, that's what it's called. That's what it's called. And yeah. serial killers. Well, not serial, killer, but people can be appear nice.
1: Yes. Yes, they can. Although that guy didn't really appear that nice. No, he seemed like. But a freak. he did appear polite.
0: We don't want to give a spoiler. At no
1: spoilers. Go watch it. It's really interesting. So he offered to give me a foot massage. I said, no, thank
0: you. He- I'll take a back massage instead.
1: <laughs> he also gave me his family number if I had any problems because they lived in the area. He was really nice. I know it sounds really creepy, but that's – so that was my plane ride over. So finally, we part ways. I get into the car and get into the city. I get to the hostel that I made a booking at. I've got my bags. I'm Exhausted. I've flown all day to Brazil. I just want to lie down. Dogs are
0: barking. You didn't take I'm a foot sick.
1: rub. I have a neurovirus. I did not realize it was a neurovirus. I thought it was just like something I ate, but it was a freaking neurovirus. I don't even know what is that is. very bad. It's a bad virus. It's like a really bad stomach
0: flu. Okay. You can die. Oh. Yeah. He, so, no. <laughs> <laughs> he came into the, he was also staying at the hostel. <laughs> he asked me again, do I want a foot rub? This time... I said yes.
1: <laughs> That's not what happened. I get to the hostel, I really just want to lie down. I'm feeling exhausted. They I go to reception, they look up my reservation and I had accidentally made it for the following month.
0: Oh, that sounds like something you would do. Which
1: sounds exactly like something I would do. So I was like, "Yep, yeah, that sounds like
0: something I would do. That sounds that makes sense." Yeah. Sorry, you're booking for a month. Uh, yeah, actually, yeah, I agree.
1: Yeah, and the worst part is that they were completely full. Mm. They were totally booked out. So I had to lug my huge-ass backpack, and you know I'm an overpacker. You are. I was even worse before I met you. Oh, which, you know, Yeah, I had a lot of stuff. And I had to walk to another hostel and check into that hostel, and I just remember being in a dorm in a bunk bed on the top bunk, in a country where I didn't speak the language. I didn't know anybody. I was all by myself. And I was just like, what am I doing here? This is terrible. All
0: by myself.
1: That's pretty much how I felt. I was all alone. And it was the very start of a six-month backpacking trip. So, so how long
0: did you end up going to the bathroom? <laughs> I
1: OK, so I didn't know what was wrong with me, but I, I just stopped eating for like two days. I just didn't Which eat anything. Which is what anything. you do when you get sick. Yeah, but that's really sh- shocking is. for me. I'll eat or anything,
0: mm, except typhoid. Uh, no, um, oh dengue fever, dengue fever. I also stopped eating. Yeah. yeah, that's when you know it's bad. That's when hey, you if know Christine it's bad. Christine stops eating. That's when you know it's bad.
1: Yeah, exactly. I didn't think to go to the doctor this time. I- Did you go to the doctor? No, I didn't go to the
0: doctor. How do you know it
1: was neurovirus? It was self-diagnosed. <laughs> well, somebody I had no, I knew in the Bay Area had the neurovirus, so I'm pretty sure I got it from them and got it down on the plane.
0: Who gave it to you?
1: I'm not naming any names. Who was it? I'll tell you off
0: camera. Tell me, and I'll then I'll cut it. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> she gets everything too. So I had the neurovirus. Did she also self-diagnose?
1: I, I think she went to the doctor. Okay. But I had all the symptoms, and it was the thing going around. Everybody. It was the thing. You know, if you were anybody, you had the neurovirus.
0: Yeah. I mean, it was, you know, it was the thing in in 2012.
1: So at this point, I should have checked myself into a nice hotel for the week, right? Yes. That makes sense.
0: Of course it does. I mean, if you feel unwell and you go into the bathroom a lot, it's probably what you should do.
1: I wasn't going to the bathroom a lot. I wasn't doing anything. It was just in pain. Oh. It was nothing was coming out either end. Instead, I went to Iguazu Falls in Brazil and went to that town, which is in the jungle, basically. And it is extremely hot. It is like 100% humidity, over 100 degrees. It's probably the worst environment for getting better. It was crazy. So I went to a hostel there. I checked into a dorm. I don't know why I didn't splurge for a private.
0: It's crazy. That's what we did back then.
1: But I ate a green apple because I thought maybe that would be helpful for my digestive system, fiber okay, or something. Yeah. And I ate it in the lobby of the hostel and then I immediately felt nauseous. So I went into the lobby bathroom and threw up the green apple all over the bathroom. <laughs> it was like projectile vomiting spray all uh, over this bathroom. Green apple. It was really bad. But so no poo poos. No poo poos. Just fum bum. Just vom-vom, bum. Yes. So I spent the next few days in bed. I had a few hostel mates like give me crackers and stuff. I it probably looked so pathetic. Traveling by myself, ill. It that was ever, it
0: happens to everyone. No, it
1: happens to everyone. But it was the very beginning of my trip. Yeah, that's Obama. Yeah. So finally I figured out that it was the neurovirus and I have since looked it up and it was apparently one of the worst neuroviruses in history. And guess where it started?
0: In California. No. Where <laughs> Where do you think? Uh, in China. No, that's to where coronavirus fair. started. And so did SARS, and mm. so did bird flu, and so did swine flu. They have some issues with their viruses. Mm. Um, Australia. Yep. Really? Yep. You motherfuckers. Really? <laughs> yes. How do we get? No, nah, I, I I refuse to believe that. The v-
1: strain of the virus was called Sydney twenty twelve. Because that's where it started and that's when it started. Well, there you go. And it was one of the worst strains of all time.
0: Well, if we're going to do it,
1: we might as well do it properly. Yeah, you guys fucked the world up with your virus, your neurovirus. Hey, happy to help. Yeah, so thank you. So you got to me before you actually got to me. Well, Little I'm not from did Sydney. you know. It's, yeah, that's that's true, it's from but Sydney. You are from Australia. That's true. So yeah, Correct, Your Honor. Yes. So I slowly got better, but it was really brutal being alone, sick. In Brazil at the beginning of my trip, not speaking the language. It was awful. So that is my neurovirus story.
0: Well, it's interesting. So my story about being sick while on the road is also got many similar elements. You were there for this, but it's funny how you were saying how when you felt sick and you still booked yourself into a backpackers and yep. you know just like really didn't treat yourself. So my story is about the time I got food poisoning in El Salvador which I'm Mm -hmm. sure you remember.
1: Yes, that was the poopoos. That was the (laughs) poopoos.
0: It was the many poopoos. That was in 2013, probably about June, July. No.
1: Probably about then. Yeah,
0: Mm -hmm. mid-2013. And so we'd been traveling through South America, or Central America and South America, so Latin America, for at that stage about 18 months. And we were pretty adventurous with street food and things like that. So our stomachs were pretty... Pretty rock solid. Iron. Iron stomachs, iron guts. So I was pretty confident about eating street food and all things like that. Plus mm. I'd done f- travel before that in Asia, Southeast Asia and that. So I wasn't too worried about eating certain things on the street. So we pulled up. We were taking a bus to El Tunco across the country and we pulled up to a little roadside stop at a bus station and I decided to get some fried fish that had been sitting on the side for. It's I always don't know. fish. Yeah. It or was, meat,
1: but a lot of times fish.
0: Yeah. Well, I ate that fish. It was pretty delicious. Mm-hmm. And I went on my way and everything was fine until a few hours later we got to El Tunco and my stomach just started to feel real rough. Real rough. And I could tell that I was getting something because my stomach was achy. It was really starting to hurt. And instead of looking for somewhere nice to stay, we Proceeded to find the shittest, crappiest, cheapest fucking rundown hostel in all of our Dungo that cost, I think it was eight dollars a night. Probably it was so shitty. And that was for a pro, like a private room, it was just a room. It kind of looked like a prison, was it
1: that- was prison like. It was basically like I've never seen the movie Hostel, the horror movie but it probably was exactly what's what's in there.
0: Yeah, I mean, like forget AC, there was nothing. There was Oh no. There was a shared bathroom. It was just oh, sheets the on the bed. The was bathroom so was so
1: disgusting. The,
0: the bathroom was the worst part. Yes. Which is what made this story all the worse because that night I without exaggeration, like honestly, I probably went to the bathroom at least a dozen times. Yeah. That night I was delusional. I had completely ripped Everything out of my body. <laughs> oh God! I was sweating. I had a massive, massive fever, mm-hmm. and, I, and it was hot. And I just remember laying was in so bed. Hot. I had a gallon of water, a jug, uh, in the bed, and I was just sweating. And I just had all those weird, like sickly night terrors. You know, when you just you're so beat, you just have all these weird dreams mm-hmm. that are very vivid, like like almost like yeah. weirdly lucid like dreams, delusional nightmares. Like de- oh, honestly, delusional nightmares the best way to describe it. And I had to get to, up to and go to the bathroom about every half an hour. Yeah. All night.
1: What was I doing? Was I
0: awake? Were you being supportive? Is yeah, that what you're was asking? I, me? I, can't I don't think so. It. I was sleeping. You might have been like supportive at the start and the end. Mm-hmm. But the middle of the night I was just I was just up and down, up and down. It was terrible. Mm. Absolutely terrible. Probably the roughest night I've ever had.
1: Do I am I recalling correctly that there was like a bunch of writing on the walls in the bathroom? Yes, yeah. absolutely. Like people had done like graffiti and written all over the walls. Yes, it I was like a crazy person was in there.
0: Yes, it was. It was kind of psychotic in there. And I was so imagine me. It's like the tenth or eleventh time on the bathroom in this delusional state, reading all this scribble on the walls.
1: The lights flickering. The lights are
0: flickering. Oh, oh God! It that was, was terrible. Brutal. So the next morning we woke up, and I was just completely spent, and then we went searching to find a a cheaper room, or like a better room. No, not a cheaper room. No, sorry, a better room that still wasn't too much, and I remember we found a room with an AC and its own private bathroom, and it cost $25 a night U.S., which honestly, at the time, felt like we were staying at the Ritz Carlton.
1: Yes, it was really nice. It was a
0: nice room. I mean, looking on it now, I I can still picture it. It was just a plain white room
1: mm-hmm. with
0: a big double bed, and then to the side had a door with a, a little bathroom, which had a separate bathroom. Mm-hmm. And it was like the biggest luxury ever.
1: Yes, I remember that.
0: That's the way to appreciate the little things in life.
1: And it was clean. It was really it was clean. clean.
0: And I spent the next, we spent the next two nights there or something. I still was going to the bathroom a lot. Mm-hmm. It took me about a week to recover. Yeah, it took me a long time. Like you that got f- something brutal that first night, and obviously because we were so stupid back then, didn't go to the doctors, didn't take right. any medication. I don't even think I took anything to stop me from going to the bathroom.
1: I wonder what you had.
0: Oh, must have been no a parasite or something. It must have been something. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've had parasites. That's I don't know. Yeah. Is that a different story? That's a different story. That's a different story. That's a different. That's a story for another day. We had we had giardia. We did. In uh, we probably got in Peru and probably carried around with us for a year.
1: In our stomachs, feeding them, feeding them, and little gummies, gummies. Yeah. Well, we have
0: some good Peru stories, but maybe another day.
1: Yeah. But it's crazy how cheap we were. We were the oh cheapest backpackers. God. Like we literally wouldn't spend money on anything. It was well, insane. It
0: became like a competition, that's why. Like it felt like this thing, you know, how little can we spend? I mean, at one stage also things were cheaper. This is 2012-2013. At some stages we were probably spending 150 to 200 dollars a week for the two of us mm-hmm. to travel.
1: Right. You guys, we ate sandwiches. I don't know if we've told this on the podcast yet. No. But we used to eat sandwiches that were literally just mustard, uh, tomato, and onion. On bread. On bread. Sometimes we would just have bread and mustard. Yeah. It was really bottom of the barrel traveling. This
0: is actually a very personal insight story. Well, it's it's funny. I mean, it's not like personal as if like, I can't tell you it's personal, but... One of our earliest memories of starting the blog, and we always laugh about this, is we were talking because we were like the budgetist backpackers like that was what so our budget. blog started about like mm-hmm. when we started don't forget to move it was it was budget backpacking that was actually our slogan right because that's what we were doing at the time mm-hmm. and while we our travel style has changed a bit now, it was still not flashy we're all about authentic travel on don't forget to move but at the time, it was like, how can you literally travel the cheapest? And still to this day, some of our best articles from Central America are how to take buses from Guatemala to El Salvador for mm-hmm. like $5 mm-hmm. instead of $40. And it's such a crazy journey. But that was travel. That's what travel was.
1: Yeah. And we were able to travel for so long because we did that.
0: Yeah, we traveled for two years without working. Yeah. Crazy. But anyway, going back to the master story. So when the the blog was kind of new... And we, we put out a post on social media. I think it was Instagram before Instagram was even big. And we had two bits of bread and we just wrote in the mustard, don't forget on one half of bread and on the other half to move. And we, we made a post about, oh, you know, sometimes when we're traveling a cheap meal, is just bread or mustard. And I will never, ever forget that we got a comment from someone that just wrote pathetic.
1: <laughs> so judgy. I I mean, looking back, it is kind of pathetic. It is kind of pathetic, but... But that's who we were.
0: Uh, And now we're just
1: splashing out on fancy meals... Or not really that especially, but we do, like, if I was sick now.
0: Oh, God. If I was sick now, I would go and stay at the Ritz-Carlton.
1: I would literally stay at the Ritz-Carlton, although you wouldn't really enjoy it, but I would stay at, like, a five-star hotel. I'd be like, I need a bathrobe, I need room service, and I need a pillow menu, and I need the cushiest goddamn bed that you've ever seen. And Jules can sleep on the cot.
0: On the cot. (laughs) Uh, anyway, that is a couple of stories. I know we kind of branch from coronavirus to just illness stories. But if you have a story of being sick while on the road, I actually put a, a little call out to a little audience, and I got some really crazy stories back from people, from friends and fellow travel bloggers and that, about their stories of sickness. So I'm going to research and dive deep into those over the next couple of weeks and find those little gems to share on Not So Bon Voyage because there are some really funny stories in there. So
1: if you have your own story of getting sick overseas while traveling, hit us up. Go to our website, notsobonvoyage.com or find us on social media at notsobonvoyage and slide into our DMs. Tell us your grossest, dirtiest, Ooh, sickest yeah. stories. We want to hear them.
0: I got some pooping pants stories and some other crazy, uh, there's some of the Ooh. best stories, yeah. <laughs> some of the best stories that I've got. Oh, uh, from other people. Yeah, from other people. Okay.
1: I thought you might. Pers- you have multiple well, pooping yeah, pants stories.
0: No, no I, have, I have other people's stories. Plus, I've got some really funny and scary and interesting stories from people who have had to go to hospitals in other countries. Mm. Sometimes countries that are maybe not as structured and set up and legit. Yes. Like some more bootleg rural hospitals in some developing countries. That's so, so scary. Those are... Interesting story. So we're going to share those over the next couple of weeks. But, yes, please do send in your story. Hit us up, and we'd love to tell it if you've got a crazy story about being sick on the road. Mm. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Well, I I think we've just about wrapped it up, although I did want to just say one really quick story because we're only at 40-ish minutes, so I want to just, this won't take too long. And it's interesting because it is – I'm not sure if it's a travel win or if it's – I'm not sure. I'm going to tell you the story. Okay. This happened last week, so it's pretty new a story on a Cathay. Okay, first of all, how do you say Cathay Pacific? Is it Cathay or Cathy? Cathay. Cathay. Is it? How do you pronounce it?
1: Uh, Cathay?
0: Cathay? I don't know. I don't know. It happened last week on a Cathay Pacific flight leaving Sydney Airport and an Australian influencer faked his way into business class from economy. Have you heard I about this heard story? I have heard
1: about this, yes.
0: Okay, so for anyone who hasn't heard about this story – this guy was at Sydney Airport, and he had pre-purchased a moon boot. Mm. Now, a moon boot is something that you wear if you have a, an ankle injury or a foot injury. It's a You've probably seen somebody wear it if you don't know what it is. It's a very protective, hard case boot, basically, mm-hmm. that somebody straps their foot into, and they'll usually wear that if they've had a broken ankle or a foot surgery or anything like that. So he ordered one a week before to pick up at the airport so he knew that he'd have it. And just before he got onto his flight at the Sydney Airport, he told the people at Cathay that his foot was broken, and it wouldn't fit in economy, so they upgraded him to business class. Now, obviously, this was all just a prank, Mm. and so he's actually pretty—you know—he's actually pretty big uh, media influencer, content creator, whatever you want to call him. He has over a million followers on Instagram. And like 700,000 subscribers on YouTube. So he's, you know, he's one of those comedy type guys, you know, he does the little pranks and the things like that. So, Mm -hmm. you know, it got, he was obviously thinking that this would be a funny way to, I don't know, cheat the system, but also, you know, document it. So he documented obviously. on He did
1: it for the gram. He did it for the gram. He did it for the
0: tube. Yeah. And he got very mixed reviews from followers and from other people. Mm -hmm. Some people thought it was funny, clever, creative. Mm -hmm. Other people thought it was immoral, deceitful. Mm -hmm. You know, so my question about this, do you think it was funny or fucked up?
1: Um, I think neither one. I think he sounds like kind of a tool, honestly. Kind of like, you know, he feels... Have
0: you looked at his profile?
1: No, but I did read the story. Okay. But I did not go as far to look at his profile. I had a little bit of a look. I don't know. He just seems kind of annoying. But I, I don't find it to be like immoral. Like, oh my God, how dare you cheat the system. I just think that he is probably the type of person who thinks he can get away. I don't know. You know, it's like that Paul, Logan Paul, whatever his yeah. name is, and things like that, like YouTubers who just feel like they can get away with anything mm. are kind of annoying, but I don't really have like a particular problem with this.
0: Well, he said that he got the idea because in high school or at school, at one stage in his life, he'd actually for, for real broken his ankle playing soccer mm-hmm. or, or something. I don't know. He broke his ankle for real, and he, he witnessed the way people actually treated him During that time, Mm. how they treated him different, or things like that, or like Mm. you know helped him out, so he thought he'd do it as a prank. Mm. I think it's weird. Like the the creative prankster side of me, think Mm. it's kind of funny. You are a bit of a prankster, but but also the creative side is like it's very original. Yeah, it is clever. You know, so it's like kind of clever. But then the other sort of more responsible side, it just kind of perpetuates that cycle of people trying to push the boundaries. Mm -hmm. to get likes, to get subscribers. And it kind of sets a little bit of an irresponsible tone for future content creators and and also his followers. Totally. Like, what's next? How do they up the game? Mm -hmm. So, But I don't know. Maybe it makes airlines more switched on.
1: Yeah, but how how are they going to – like, if anything, it just maybe will make more people try this. And then they're going to upgrade less and less people. And then the people who actually need it are going to be kind of fucked. Well,
0: maybe you'll have to show a doctor's certificate or an x-ray or something mm, like that. Could be. Yeah. But anyway, I, I wasn't sure. I just thought it was interesting. And yeah, if you want to tell us what you think, that would be interesting as well.
1: Yeah, let us know. I'm kind of in the middle. I, I can't that, decide. I can
0: decide. Some people were like, oh, it's funny. It's creative. And other people were like, oh, this is fucked up. Like, he's just trying to be a funny Instagrammer and... Blah, blah, blah. And I kind of feel both ways. But mm-hmm. being as content creators ourself, mm-hmm. I can see the I can see the creativity and the appeal to making a video like this. Mm-hmm. And maybe 10 years ago, I wouldn't have been that far off from doing the same as well. Probably five years ago. I don't know. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm it's creative
1: deal. from a marketing angle. It's yep. getting people talking about him for sure. Yeah, sure.
0: I haven't, I haven't named him yet though. No. I probably won't.
1: Ha ha. Not on our <laughs> podcast. No Not free now.
0: advertising. That's it. But that's it. That's it. That's the episode. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks a lot, guys. We really I know Christine said it at the start, but we really, really, really do appreciate you guys listening every week because it's been a fun journey. And tomorrow – oh, not tomorrow. <laughs> Next week we celebrate episode 20, which is not really a milestone, but it kind of feels like a milestone. I feel like when we get to episode 26, which is half <gasps> a year.
1: And that's also my lucky number.
0: Oh, there you go. That'll feel like, oh, yeah, cool. Yeah, um, And then obviously when we get to a year, no, it's weird because episode 50 seems like a nice round number where you'd be like, yeah. We'll pop a bottle for 50. We'll pop a bottle for 50. But then yeah. 52 is like a year. Although we did take some weeks off. Okay, 50, that's our thats, that's our
1: pop, pop and bottle number. That's when
0: we're popping bottles. We and if you're still with us in that journey, we're sending bottles to you to pop with us.
1: Yes, we will. Those little tiny bottles.
0: (laughs) We'll send those tiny (laughs) bottles to our best voyagers, first-class voyagers, and you guys can pop bottles with us around the world. That would be awesome. You know we've popped up in over 50 countries now.
1: Wow, we should pop a bottle for that. That's 50. We
0: should definitely pop a bottle for that. I think it could be even more. Last time I checked, it was over 50.
1: That's so cool. 50 countries around the world. Wow, that's so cool. Yeah, let us know where you're listening from.
0: Yeah. Hit hit us up. I wanted to do in the coming weeks – Maybe do each episode, not dedicated to, but like uh, talking about give a, a shout country. Out. Give a shout out to a country that listens to us.
1: Okay, cool. If you want your country to give a shout out, then Who, let us know. Who's going to be first? I don't know. Whoever, whoever gets there first. Whoever gets there first. The first person to contact us with their country will give you guys the shout out first.
0: That's it. Social media, ad not so Otherwise, we're out of here, guys.
1: And please subscribe. (laughs) We we would like you to subscribe. Thank you. Alrighty, guys,
0: uh, stay safe on the road, and if you're not,
1: make sure you tell us about it. Peace. Bye, bitches.